Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? <laughs> What's up, idiots? You're listening to Studio Lab. Cool. Hey, George. I'm sorry. I really like to try to come in with some sort of um, bizarre energy to maybe snap myself into. Yeah, some sort yeah, and then of kind of abandon it halfway. Yeah, I kind of freak out because I can see your judging eyes, and I say, "Okay, I, I'm about to get fired from my own pod." <laughs> and so, that that is always <laughs> under the surface: is will I fire you? Yeah. In this episode. The power structure here is I'm very much the employee, and mm-hmm. you are the employer, and. You know, the money is good. I definitely think that Yeah, I'm the funding check... all of it with my immense family wealth. <laughs> but, and that's amazing. Like, I'm definitely so grateful to your parents and even you. Yes. But um, I do live my in parents, fear. My parents, Tom and Clacinda Steyer. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Tom Steyer's wife? No, is she a fucking babe? She has a barbed wire tattoo on her arm. Nuh-uh. Yeah. No, wait, no, it's not a barbed wire. It is a, like, tribal... Uh, thing. Wow, so she's like totally punk rock. She is punk rock. Well, they have this thing, which is why, like, against all my better judgment, I do kind of, I am kind of drawn to him, which is they have the, like, rich Bay Area California vibe. Okay. That I, that makes me feel at home because I spent six years in the Bay Area and because I know a lot of people like that. And so that's why I'm voting for him. (laughs) You know what's crazy is that now that he's dropped out, yeah. I'm missing him every day. I would say he was, you know, 
because there was no way he was ever going to win or anything, so he didn't pose a threat. I think he was overall a positive presence in that he <laughs> just like clearly loves is horny for Bernie. <laughs> I actually, he, he's the only candidate that actually brought levity to yes. this time. I agree, and that's kind of a crazy feat. He he gets Miss Congeniality for the season. Oh my god, a hundred percent! Congratulations, Tom to Steyer, Tom Steyer, on Miss Congeniality. All the queens are so proud of you, and um, we love you. Yeah. So, um, when are you voting? Can or I just like <laughs> say something? Yeah, I can't hear anything in my headphones. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. But I, I. Oh, oh my god! My now god, I can. Now I can. That's okay, crazy. now we can begin. Now press play. <laughs> if you're listening, press play. Um. So how have you been? Um. How have I been? Really good. Good. <laughs> actually incredible um i started what sucks is that this is all gonna be so irrelevant so soon but last night i watched a lot of love is blind i haven't watched that yet you know it's i know everyone's obsessed it is one of the top 10 horny shows i've ever seen it's like a form of bdsm this show like everyone's being like they're not not allowed to see or touch but they're like have to turn each other on with their voices and then like they finally get to meet up and they're like well we've never seen each other and we're so turned on and then they just like have a hotel room for a weekend and that's kind of where i'm at i do want to acknowledge as, <laughs> as you were saying that and explaining how erotic it was the lights dimmed <laughs> along with your voice <laughs> this show the the guys on this show are hot is it straight I, only yeah because uh, well, the, nice. And the point, is, because if a gay man was like, "Yeah, I'm meeting up with this stranger to like have sex and maybe spend the rest of my life with," it'd be like, "Yep, like, that's, okay, that's normal." That's a Tuesday. Yeah, like, who among us hasn't just gone into a door that's been left ajar and hooked up with the person on the other side? I mean, have you not done that? <laughs> Wait, George, have you not done that? Have I not gone into a room that had a door left ajar yeah. and hooked up with someone? Yeah. And what context? Oh, like, but I knew I was meeting up with them. It's not a random door. Yeah, but you didn't know who they were. No, I've never done it without knowing who they are. <laughs> okay, suddenly I'm a psychopath. Wait, can you explain? <laughs> how do you, how do you get to that? <laughs> how point? do you t- like? It's like when someone's like doesn't have a face pick on Grinder, and they're like, "But I am in this hotel," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, but but you planned <laughs> to meet up with them." Yeah, but it's what I'm saying. It's not a are. random door that's ajar. Sure. Okay, so I'm right. <laughs> Okay, but you're literally going to fire me for this, and it's just because you're misunderstanding me. Like, it's still I don't know them. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. And how has that been for you? Bad. Yeah. Scary. Cool. But kind of rushing and thrilling, you know? Yeah. You know what that reminds (laughs) me of? Did you see that thread that Pete Buttigieg had where he was, like, talking about how one time all the lights went off at one of his rallies, and then he was like, people started turning on their phone lights one by one, and I couldn't tell if they were white or black or Asian or native or straight or gay. And then someone, um, Marcella Aguayo, <laughs> quote tweeted it and was like, glad Pete is finally coming clean about his glory hole days. <laughs> uh, but I just love that. I just love Pete. So talented. Do you know what we should talk about? What? Our photo shoot. Yeah, so we actually did do a photo shoot this week. How was we that for you? Okay, so and actually, I'm so glad that we're talking about it now. On Breaking like, our silence. Yeah. Um, I mean, the main thing is, so we were... Trying to do a photo shoot outside, but it was the one day this entire winter where it was so windy that it, we literally couldn't do anything. So we had like a, a little backdrop that our creative director brought <laughs> <laughs> and it kept ripping because of the wind. So then we ended up doing it inside and the vibe ended up looking very much like 
Terry Richardson 2011 uh, American Apparel. Vibes. Yeah, it was like White Wall and then like uh, Flash. Just Us and then Flash. And I mean, obviously everyone listening will already know what it looks like because it will be the <laughs> thumbnail of our <laughs> podcast. But we had two looks. One was like us kind of in scrubs, but make it space, but make it gay. <laughs> yeah. And accurate. make it space. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, it was my idea to also do sexy looks in which you were wearing a mesh top and I was wearing kind of an unzipped, puffy white vest. Yes. And we don't know if we're going to release those photos anytime soon. Well, those are the after dark photos. They're the after dark photos. And what's crazy is they are deeply sexy. They're insanely sexy. And also, I was like, am I okay? Like, I went. What did you, you notice that I went into a zone when Mike was taking photos of me where I was like, I did notice that. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, you, um, dare I say, there was a she-wolf in your closet. I, it was insane. And you really let her out. I really did. <laughs> it was crazy to see you in that context because I know you as this sort of nose-in-the-books intellectual yeah. professor at Harvard University. I had my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, you were giving like full porn face like I know, I'm, mouth I open actually like felt so eyes humiliated. like hungry for cock <laughs> <laughs> after i left i was like i mean it goes to show you how good of a i mean how comfortable i felt with with mike our director i thought, thought you're gonna say it just goes to show how like good of a performer no I no no because no, no. <laughs> i'm normally not like that at all in fact i remember one time when sandy honig uh shout out was taking my headshots <laughs> wait the pronunciation of that is it honig yeah did i say honig you definitely said honig Honig. Honig. The official narrative is that I said Honig. <laughs> <laughs> you said Honig, and she's going to find out, and she's going to be she pissed. Is, and I'm so sorry. Please watch Three Busy Debras <laughs> premiering soon on Adult March Swim. 29th. Is it actually March 29th? Yeah. That's insane. Why do I know that? Why do I know that? Oh, my God. Uh, so when Sandy was taking my headshots at this point, you know, three years ago, I, re I distinctly remember her being like, me doing such a bad job that she was like, okay, who do you know that's good at taking photos and i remember like earlier that day i had been i'd been with um one of our friends and uh and she was like and i said his name and she was like okay try to channel him <laughs> docs him what was his name it was uh matt rogers <laughs> there you go yeah. um but yeah i really did i don't know if i will ever show those photos some of those photos of me i'm you know i did recently send one to a lover one of those <laughs> yeah well, then you're not that ashamed. Well, yeah. Oh, you're getting your money's worth, honey. <laughs> My favorite thing about them, though, is because we, I mean, a peek behind the curtain for all our listeners, we bought a bunch of clothes for the shoot that we then plan on returning just to have a lot of options. And so in the photos, you can fully see a Uniqlo tag on the white pants <laughs> that I'm wearing <laughs> that will then be like photoshopped out. But it does add an extra kind of layer of DIY realness to it. Yeah, that's really tasteful in a way. Yeah. Whoops, I just burped into the microphone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. But you also, not to, you know, go back and forth complimenting one another, but I felt like your mesh top looks My were extremely hot. I felt like they made me look very hot. and You looked like... I looked like beefy, kind beefy, of. Beefy, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was... But we did fail the um, can two gays do a photo shoot without a mesh top challenge. We did fail it, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, as much as I was so into it while it was happening, at the end, I was like, wait, I don't want to be like, I don't want either of us to be those people that think comedy is Hot. posting a photo of your ass. 
I know, but I've already been there and it was kind of fun. I know. And honestly, people like it and I like it. Yeah, and I thought we were funny enough uh, in our... There there were enough kooky things that were happening <laughs> that I don't feel like it was purely just us doing a model photo shoot. No, no, no. And there, were, a there were plenty of props to imply, hey, we're this is a bit... I was wearing a golden ring on top of blue medical gloves mm-hmm. you'll see you all you, you'll yeah, see you'll see you'll see oh my god and also you can kind of see the the body dysmorphia radiate from me and i think <laughs> that adds to that adds to no. it not feeling self-indulgent no 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 you in that vest not not to just like tell each other no, that we're please hot but tell me you in that vest with all that hair mm-hmm. popping through Ooh, baby i was like okay and i am like at the very tail end of my hair like because i as as many of my fans know <laughs> once a month i trim my entire body with a number three <laughs> <laughs> wow and this is at the tail end of that like i'm i would say trimming days maybe like tomorrow <laughs> wow so it is like the hairiest anyone will ever see me I mean, I w- was really grateful, and I think our fans yeah. and um, listeners uh-huh. will be really grateful, yeah. too. And we've talked about how you <laughs> <laughs> you are jealous of my body hair, and I am jealous of your Not lack body of body hair. hair. Yeah, we definitely if only need... there was a way to kind of <laughs> shape up all my hair and then glue it onto you. <laughs> we definitely need a witch to we Freaky Friday yeah. us, because I think if I had a lot of hair all over my body, I would be happier. Yeah. It would just it would be so hot. I do think you'd be happier. Isn't it crazy? Okay, here's what makes me mad. Yeah, tell me. Why can't we just pick our like why can't we wake up and like pick the body type we want for the day? Like that's makes me so mad. Literally (laughs) just hearing you say that made me so relaxed, just that possibility. (laughs) Um wait, should we like actually start the pod? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, listeners, please press play now. (laughs) Press play now because you're going to want to hear what's about to happen because we're about to introduce our guest for the day. And the thing with this guest is that he already, there is a mythology attached to him on this podcast. He is a recurring character in a way, sort of the the New York City to our Sex and the City yeah, girls. Yeah, you might recognize him from our segment, <laughs> name one person you hate and the answer has to be Charlie Bardet. <laughs> <laughs> Created by past guests and very toxic individuals, Celeste Yim. You know, when they came on the show, I really was like, this is going to be a beacon of hope. I know. And then it was maybe our darkest pod yet. Darkest pod. <laughs> and real listening to it, I was like, I actually am like very good friends with Charlie. And yet Celeste really brought out, I mean, I really dragged him through the mud in that episode. It was a true hit job. And now he's here to defend himself. Yeah. So, um, And in fact, we considered sending him the Celeste episode and then decided not to. Yeah. Yeah, I actually do need to re-listen to it to make sure it's not mean. No, it's not mean. It's just like, <laughs> wait, can I say that I got this like from like multiple people? Like, like Celeste told me, and you guys were like, "Oh, haha, we just recorded an episode like all about you," and I was like, "Haha." Like, I know. Well, it's <laughs> what was like the vibe, and it took me a long time to get a straight answer, and I honestly never did. Well, I was like, "Well, that like, haha, everybody hates Charlie," and I was like, "Well, that's a joke, right?" <laughs> so I can tell you exactly what it is because I just re-listened to it. I first bring you up because we were talking about SNL and you had recently texted me that something along the lines of every other week, it's my morning jacket and Eli Manning. And I just thought that (laughs) was like a very funny pairing of uh, possible SNL. So I said uh, that you texted me that. And then Celeste was like, oh, it's so funny that you bring up Charlie because I was just with him and 
I said, I'm going to a podcast recording. He said, he's also going to a podcast recording. And I said, are you going to George and Sam's? And he was like, no. And so then the bit became that we like intentionally didn't ask you. Got it, got it, got it. And that's why it became mean. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. It was like play mean. Yeah. Right. But then it was like. But then Celeste kept upping the ante to the point where there was a segment (laughs) called Name Who You Hate. And the answer has to be Charlie Bardet. I was sort of playing into the thing as well of being like, oh, I'm hurt by this. But then also in a way where I don't think it was clear to you guys. I thought you were hurt. Right. Exactly. And I don't think I knew whether or not I was hurt, but I was just sort of following that and seeing where it took me. And as we know, I've experienced that before when (laughs) I. Uh, very famously tweeted, oh, subtweeted yeah. someone in a way that I thought was loving and and fine, and then I um, told him about it, and he was like, "Oh, okay," but now we're in a good place, yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. And sometimes you have to power through the conflict. I'll also say that I forgot the rules, sorry, of, the, of podcast, and I couldn't remember if I was supposed to be talking all throughout the beginning. No, 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 no. You're you not are. supposed to. It's supposed to be an illusion, like I'm yes. not here and I'm being brought in. Yeah, yeah. like the but listeners was, really like to imagine like a curtain being drawn. Right, and, and it's then, like, huh? yeah, yeah, sort of a. But I was laughing. Was that okay? That's totally that's okay. Fine. I mean, the whole thing, and we've said this before, but the whole thing with this podcast is that. There are various layers to it. One is what's happening, and the other is us narrating what's happening. God, I gotta, gotta, gotta. Yeah, go sort of, sort of. Um, you know, feel free to take a pause and say, "Am I being good at this right now? Like, sure, 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 what sure, sure. is this podcast yeah. about?" And one of the many ways in which it's very similar to the Taylor Swift documentary *Miss Americana*, Got which it. I have not seen. I haven't either. But you know what? I get it. I feel like I get it. Yeah, you know, I get it. And can I actually just like reflect on like what I did, like sort of intuitive, intuiting that that was the tone, yeah. and doing that directly by being. Like I didn't know if I was supposed to do this. Oh, I knew did exactly. I, right? I knew you that really you knew what you were doing. Did it right. Yeah, that was really incredible. Uh, that makes me feel really strong about where this could go. <laughs> like it feels like I have a really good sense of like the tone and nature and I sort think of like the, play space. Yeah, the yeah. energy you're bringing is so similar to Taylor <laughs> Swift's in Miss America. Thank you. I get that. It's like all the time. Did you listen to Sam and I are? Um, a very important thing about us is that we're both fans of the Slate Culture Gap Fest. Did you listen? Did to you the... know that? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the I and think the materials like... you guys provided. So I That's scanned. What inspired us to start this podcast <laughs> is we were like, we we want to be more like Dana Stevens and Stephen Metcalf <laughs> of the Slate Culture Gap Fest. Slate Culture Gap. Do you think Fest. I? Do you think we'll ever get to be guests on it? I've thought about this. The road to Slate's culture gap fest. <laughs> they don't talk about comedy stuff. Enough. They did once and it made me mad. Was it like Nanette? They talked about, uh, well, I remember when they did a segment on Billy on the Street uh-huh. and they like fully didn't get it. Yeah. Like in a way that was like, whoa, I actually need to take a step back from this podcast and not trust everything they say. Well, it was like, that's a hard moment. Well, now yeah. we'll never get on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, Sam like, dragging them on air. <laughs> we can cut that out. I just don't know if, if you want that. Charlie's now the producer. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys, <laughs> can we try that again? And just you are a little far away and you don't say that negative stuff. I'm your producer and manager. <laughs> um, I'm like Dana or whatever Mr. Metcalf. Okay, whatever. You know their last names. Unbelievable. I knew the first name of one and the last name of the other. So we put it together. <laughs> no. The reason I brought it up is because they recently talked about Miss Americana. So the only context oh, I, I did have listen for to it that. is yeah. that they played a clip where truly they played a clip that, that was like Taylor Swift deciding that she was going to endorse some kind of Democratic candidate for like Tennessee office, I want to say. Sure. Yeah. And it's like her describing how this other woman who's bad who's like a republican is like homophobic and and sexist and all this stuff and she just very slowly starts tearing up as she's saying like i mean this woman thinks gay people like shouldn't be allowed in public 
And then people are like, yeah, but Taylor, I mean, the big thing is like your safety. Like if you endorse someone like that would be really huge for you. And she's like, but but if I don't do this now, then when will I finally speak up? And then the and then uh, what am I doing? What am that, I does that have something to do with I Charlie? mean, we're both crying. <laughs> <laughs> just your reenactment, like you holding back tears as an actor in that moment. No, just like I'm just saying that's the kind of um, uh, fake authenticity that I think we should yeah. be bringing to this. Do podcast. you know what that oh, reminds me sure, of? Sure, sure. That reminds me of the thing of like, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what someone's going through. Do you know that thing? Yes. Yeah. That idea of yeah. like that girl you just called yeah, a yeah. slut. Yeah. She takes care of her sisters at yes. home. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like that girl you just called apolitical and opportunistic. She cried because someone said that gay people shouldn't be in public. Like, wow. That's Taylor Swift yeah. in that moment. That is She's so pushing true. back against that narrative, and she really has that energy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I actually thought about that a lot was a couple years ago when I was apartment hunting and, like, just so frustrated because I kept taking the train, like, two hours to go see some, like, awful apartment in Prospect Lefford's Gardens or something. I kept being like accidentally rude to people or just like visibly sad. And then I thought like, wow, you never know who might be apartment hunting. Like that's the hardest thing. That's what did it for me. Not like grief or loss. Or like, I was like, imagine just like the arduous process of going from apartment to apartment and just someone being like, yeah, the toilet's on the bed. (laughs) And you're like in Prospect Lover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there like, anything more sad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really so hard. So, Charlie. What's up? So, Charlie, you're here now, and you weren't before. Wow. Let's, Let's take a moment to let that sink in. Take a moment to really think on that. <laughs> That's tr- I'm processing that. All I the think time. something interesting about Charlie is that he often is or isn't inside spaces. Well, there's two types of people in this world um, people that Charlie is with, and people that Charlie is not with. Yes. That, and there are two kinds of locations. Locations in which Charlie exists and locations in which he currently is not in. I want to throw out the word like <laughs> therein. It feels like yeah. that could maybe be useful in this. And I not don't to know. mention henceforth. I'm trying henceforth, to think because I feel like most of the people I'm engaging with yeah. are like people who are in like the former category of like people who are with me. Like, that's a huge bias on my part. Like, yeah. I only Damn. hang out with people who are with me in that moment. That I actually really don't think about that much. Right. Like, like that's so crazy that you'll never understand people that aren't right. currently with you. Right. Like, you all the time <laughs> will hang out with people who aren't with me. And sometimes you'll hang out with people who are with me when you're with me. But I'm only ever hanging out with people who are with me. Yeah. For you to, like, experience that, you'll have to do it through, like, books and movies. Yeah, which I got to get into. I mean, it's <laughs> like an, you um, specifically would love them. I know. And people keep saying, like, try books, try movies. And I'm like, I like I will. I will. I will. But it's like, you know, you need like a push to do that. Uh, yeah. So it's such a commitment sometimes to like, just a... get into like narratives as Wait, a whole. Can I say I was <laughs> OK. I'm going to drop a lot of information. So just like don't freak out. OK. OK. Let my notebook. OK. I was canvassing this weekend. Relax. And uh, there was a moment where like I we, this was like at the end of the day It was truly 7 p.m somehow pitch black and we were in this like apartment building 
And we like knocked on the door and like this woman open was like, what the fuck are you doing here? But like, you know, she didn't curse, but she had that energy. And we were like, hi, we can't wait to Bernie's here. She was like, you got to go. And then, like, closed the door and was on FaceTime with someone. And we were, like, on the other side of the door. She was like, they were canvassing for Bernie Sanders. So scary. I mean, they should not be doing that so late. And that felt like a moment of sort of bridging that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was with her, but, like, she was acting like I wasn't there. It was sort of, like, breaking the binary. Can I tell you, when you were telling that story, I was like, Charlie is off the rails. No, no, no. I had a point to land it. And then you fucking (laughs) brought it home. Yeah. The listeners are applauding you right now yeah we're, we're getting the feed and they're applauding Do you know I, people I just skip forward in it. they're like where is he going with this <laughs> okay this is what i'm about to say is going to blow your minds the ultimate being with someone while not being with them mm-hmm. listening to a podcast so true Fuck. Because that was like one of the smartest things you've ever write said. That, write, that, write, write that down. Write that down. Tweet that. Tweet that. I'm actually writing a pilot based on that. <laughs> <laughs> it is like I love to like watch bloopers like alone. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll like watch like Friends bloopers or like The Office. Like shows I don't really watch that much, but I'll watch the bloopers and it's literally like I will catch myself like smiling at like their little like onset antics yeah. as if I'm there. I and have I have to, to be say, like, these are not actually my friends. Yeah. But it feels like it. The Friends bloopers... I have unfortunately watched all of them. Oh my god, of course. And they are good. They're so good. It's like the best show in the world. Because you're just like hanging out with your friends. Do you know okay, what I mean? Wait, friends okay. Bloopers is the best show in the world? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Friends <laughs> Bloopers is the best I've show never in the seen, world. I don't watch that much of Friends, but Friends Bloopers is amazing. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. Charlie, I'm so sorry to put you on the spot, but <laughs> you have a habit that I find to be absolutely insane. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> no, I don't. Drag him, <laughs> dox him, tweet okay. his address. Charlie watches... <laughs> YouTube clips of sitcoms that are like two minutes long and then he will just like let them autoplay so he's essentially watching like two minute clips of like New Girl without watching a full episode. I like don't watch full episodes of TV. I only watch it in clips because I can't focus on a full narrative and often the clips are like the best part. No. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so I like have watched like there's a few TV shows I've actually watched, but I've watched a lot of TV, and it'll be like random shows, and I'm like not that interested in ultimately. Like <laughs> trying to think of example, like New Girl. Like I don't really watch it. Like I watch a bunch of The Good Place, which is like whatever. Like don't even get me but started. But just like in clips, I actually shouldn't have even gone there. Like that was a mistake. I'm like, mad. Like honestly, Frasier, like Seinfeld, like just and like, all cl- of those only clips. Only clips. And I know the overall series arcs because it's like I have to piece it together because I'm like, okay, so you're not with this person anymore. You are with them. It's like, okay, you got married eventually. But it hops around so much because I can't focus on a full thing. So do you... So stupid. That's so sad. (laughs) That's so sad. Yeah, maybe you should get into books and movies. Yeah, you actually need it. It started as a joke. <laughs> it started. <laughs> Charlie's tearing up. It's so crazy right now. Yeah. It's like it didn't come here to be like evaluated. Like we need Celeste back in here because we have to go off on Charlie. <laughs> Celeste is like outside waiting. She's like, whenever you need me to make him cry. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. No. I. I really don't do that. I watch mostly clips. Really. Like. Oh my god. The saddest is I watch like a ton of clips of Family Guy. <laughs> like I don't watch like compilation clips. Where it's like Family Guy, like gay joke compilation. And I'll just like sit and that's like I can focus on a 12 minute clip if it's like a like a okay, homophobic joke, comp- joke sure, compilation sure. and I'll just sit back and watch it. Wait, is this a compilation of someone trying to like cancel Family Guy by being like this is all the homophobic stuff they've said? No, just like collecting. It's like if special interest like, oh, if you want to watch the gay jokes, here they are. Here's all of them. <laughs> 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 There's uh, 
<laughs> the, the people's like so media bad. consumption habits are so, especially when it's, it comes to YouTube, are so crazy. It's to me. so crazy. In fact, I was in this very studio when Mike and Brucey told me that he watches videos of just like um, bodybuilders explaining their diet, just like eating a lot of food and bulking up. Yeah. For fun, not because I was like, "Do you do that because you want to get inspired? Because you're trying to bulk up, or, or what?" He's like, "No, I just enjoy like watching someone at the top of their game just eat like five steaks." I watch a lot of like medical examination videos on YouTube to relax. Ultimately. What 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 are they examining? I don't I don't understand. It's like usually like a demonstration. It's like, oh, if you are like doing this kind kind of like exam, like you're doing a like cranial nerve exam, they'll like film them doing it. And it's like ten minutes long, and it's them. Oh being like, my! Well, like touch your. It's like ASMR adjacent. Yeah, yeah. My well, my sister's in medical school, so she has an excuse, but she watches <laughs> things like that all the time. Um, but it's really just soothing to watch someone who like knows what they're doing. Yeah, and is like, touch your finger to mine. Touch your finger to mine. Touch your finger to mine. Did and you I'm watch? Like, the- okay, <laughs> I love it. This is. I'm in shock, and like have not watched like a TV show in like years. It like hasn't. It just hasn't come up. Like I have not watched a full thirty minute thing. And like, is that true, or are you exaggerating? No, I'm exaggerating. I'm okay, exaggerating. cool. Or well, I, I can, just I, alone. I haven't. I can only watch it with other people. I just want to say, if you're going to be on this podcast, you should be honest about your media consumption <laughs> habits. Because so many people come on here and they lie, and right. we yeah, find lie. out. And you know, and that's it just all like comes really, back. really bad for them. Because we like recant everything I've said so far. <laughs> <laughs> no, to kind of lie about, to kind of exaggerate your experience like that, to like make yourself seem you know, so weird and interesting. It's right. like, it's yeah. dishonest. It's dishonest okay. and it's just so like, honestly disgusting. <laughs> Can I say that like the stuff, I wasn't canvassing this weekend, that was a lie. Um, I've never watched, I don't go on YouTube at all. You're actually. voting for Michael Bloomberg. I'm voting for Michael Bloomberg <laughs> and support, I'm I'm being paid by him. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. we all are. We all are. It's, <laughs> it's a matter of how you choose to spend that money. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the ethical, like it's not a matter of whether you choose to accept Michael Bloomberg's money. It's like, no, everyone Everyone's is taking accepting it. it. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like some people use it to like help the homeless and right. some people use it to actually campaign for him. It right. is, I do feel um, small and the fact that no weird campaign has reached out and said, feel free to shoot out a tweet about us. Like, it's really unfair. It's like, I I work really hard at this. I would be so good at that. And so would you. Can I be honest? I had to make a really hard tweet ethical decision because fuck Jerry asked me if they could like post my tweet. Did you Were say they going to no? pay you? I said, no. Yeah, they're going to pay me $50. Oh. <laughs> Which is like nothing. And also it was like, Although, like, other places ask all the time, or just, like, do it. Yeah. Like, and we'll post your tweet, and it's like, okay, like, hi, like, I'm Charlie, by the way. Like, they don't even care. So at least they asked and, like, responded to, like, the critique, but I was still like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because also they, like, post a ton of Bloomberg ads. Well, that's the thing. They You don't know what they're going to use it for. They might literally use it for, it's like that feel when you vote for Michael Bloomberg. Right, exactly. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That would, oh, be incredible. And it's just a photo of your face. Right, and like, <laughs> just like smiling. Like, Yay. <laughs> I love it. It's actually not even your tweet. <laughs> right, exactly. They just like fully edit my tweet. They like, make, like yeah, Photoshop yeah. it to make it look like, I love Michael Bloomberg. I'm Charlie. I'm like, this is what I wanted. <laughs> this sucks. But like, that $50 seriously. though. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. I have a crazy idea. Oh no! Should we like go into our? Yeah, let's do. Let's like, do our. First should we segment. start the podcast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> press play now. <laughs> um, Charlie, we're gonna start off with um a segment that we like to call straight shooters, and <laughs> what this segment is is um a series of rapid fire questions that just 
answer and like don't overthink it. A series it. of rapid fire questions that just answer. <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't just answer them, if you say like, wait, what am I supposed to answer? Like I'll get, I'll storm out of the studio. You got it. Sam has hit people before. <laughs> and I, look, I'm really good at like, just like giving my honest feedback. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, well, we'll wait, out. hold on. We should say the, the the point of the segment is to gauge our listener, our guests rather, familiarity with the multifaceted quilt of straight culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's more of a jumping off point. Right. As is kind of any idea we've ever had about this podcast. The whole podcast totally is sort of totally. like, is it um, cohesive at all? And right. the answer is... No. The thing is, and we've <laughs> talked about this before, often people will kind of establish something in order to subvert it but we go right to the subversion yeah <laughs> and we're it's kind sort of like of dividing s- by zero you'd think it's not possible but actually i've done it yeah yeah it's actually really easy people tell you you can't but just try it and it works yeah, yeah. literally like, just any, type it in literally just do it wait like also with dividing by zero it's just like it's zero like just relax it's yeah, zero. yeah like, zero. don't be so upset right it's like, like oh it's what's five divided by zero? Zero. zero. like don't overthink it like why are we mad right it's like it, oh it's undefined it's, like, it's zero. Like, zero like what else would it be are you insane right it's like no it can't go into it that's zero times it's like yeah Easy. it's fine yeah right it's fine like everyone do you, stop yelling like does like, anybody want to get food it's fine you yeah know what I mean? like <laughs> yeah. we don't need to like get so upset we're done with this i'm hungry you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. the discourse around that dividing by zero is toxic completely toxic <laughs> in general toxic stand culture i would say this podcast <laughs> 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 this podcast is kind of like taking the idea of dividing by zero and then making it making it into um an audio storytelling format <laughs> yeah Got it. It's I mean, nar- the narrative. Critics and audiences agree. It's a podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Divided well, by zero. Th- so this, uh, so this segment. <laughs> no, Sorry. <laughs> nope. Nope. So this segment is. Um, it's a series of rapid fire questions, and we're going to start now. Are you ready? Yeah. Smoothies or juices? Smoothies. I love my daughters, or I love my sons. I love my daughters. Gap or Old Navy? Uh, Old Navy. Tomato or tomato? Tomato. Toxic organized religion or toxic militant atheism? Uh, toxic m- militant atheism. Control alt delete or command alt delete? Control alt delete. Carrie Miranda Samantha Charlotte or Mario Cantone? Um, Carrie Miranda Samantha Charlotte. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's actually a perfect answer. Come on. <laughs> um, surge protector or extension cord? Uh, extension cord. Root beer or Dr Pepper? Uh, Dr Pepper. High reps, lightweight, or low reps, high weight? Low reps, high weight. Soup or a vegetable stir fry? Uh, vegetable stir fry. Team Coco? Yeah. Great. <laughs> the gorilla. Okay. Uh, yeah. And now, <laughs> Team Coco the gorilla. <laughs> she knew sign language. It's very impressive. So what do we think in terms of his rating? I would say um, actually like three. Three. Yeah. Point zero. Yeah. Yeah. 3.0. Perfect. Really And And impressive. just to clarify for you, our listeners, of this already, it is not on a linear scale. No, I. it shouldn't be. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. It's good because, I can I say, I got professionally evaluated earlier. Oh, yeah. by what? In general, and I got a 3.0. Really? Yeah, same exact thing. You know, I haven't been professionally evaluated in so long. It's one of those things you have to do twice you a year. You have to do twice a year. You call up the professional the, yeah. the, the, the notary public yeah, the yeah. notary public it's actually at a notary you're right <laughs> it's important though because if you don't get professionally evaluated you kind of forget where you are in the 
ranking system of the world. Yeah. Well, I really like to know who's above me and who's below me. And, and they just, don't tell you unless you pay for premium. Yeah, because they'll like tell you the general vicinity, yeah. but they won't tell you like exactly who's above you and like who's right. like, a better person. And even the vicinity is not on a linear scale, right. so you Can don't I, know. It's one of those things. Unfortunately, it's worth it. Like just for the analytics, they do yeah. a really good job. They do a really good job breaking it down. You know what's important? Analytics. Analytics in general. You, I don't even get me started. It's one of those for me, like with analytics. Where yeah. I'm like, don't get me started. For you, it's all about. I think data science is a huge thing. Data for you. science. Oh my is god, so, I'm it's huge so on data cool. science. I love like being like just like diving into the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, because they can really tell you a lot. Numbers can tell you a story. Numbers can be narrative, which is really cool. Totally. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Yeah. Um. So what's crazy is like we have a topic. That's actually so fucking insane. Which is crazy because it's like do we still do this? Like do we really like have a topic? I mean one of our d many disagreements and I mean we are mad at each other I would say 99.9% <laughs> yeah. of the time. Well, and that is on a linear scale out of 100. One thing I want to say <laughs> that I think is so cool is like a lot of podcast hosts are like yeah. we are best friends. Right. And, we're and we not. never said that. We never said we that. We said <laughs> we are coworkers. We were chosen to be on this podcast through a kind of a making the band type show that never aired and never will where they took various gay comedians based in Brooklyn that didn't already have podcasts. So it was So there's maybe around, four or five. Exactly, four or five. And I'm one of them. And Charlie was one of them. <laughs> Charlie did not make the it cut. Was really, I mean, you got eliminated because you kept talking about data science and yeah. people could not relate to that. I said it's a math podcast, actually. It's a yeah. ma my idea, my big pitch, math podcast. And everybody was like, okay, when are you going to be like bitchy and gay? And... And, and Charlie was literally just kind of like three, four, 16, <laughs> just like naming numbers. It was a lot of like 16 divided by four. That's four. Do you know what I yeah. mean? That's a lot of my work is around that. <laughs> that is actually true that a lot of your work a is around. A lot of my work. I did actually go viral for like a tweet about division. I saw that and that was. Wait, really? And I mean yeah. this with all my love. That's so funny to me. <laughs> so I'm like, I have never been happier with like my a tweet doing well it was about how if you divide 75 by 2 it's 37.5 and how that's like oh ugh. yeah <laughs> that was a funny tweet you know i was like i was like <laughs> but so that so you in fact pitched a podcast around that tweet yeah 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 and all of the judges from um you know, Luminary, yeah. Forever Dog. Mr. Audible himself. Mr. Audible, Paula. who is a huge homophobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this whole know. contest was sort of like a way for him to put stress in our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and if you were eliminated, uh, you know, you were physically hurt. Yeah, yeah there, there were physical stakes, and which was barbaric, but it really did um, inspire a lot of us to work hard. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say, Paula Abdul loved me, but had nothing to offer. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was the yeah. one judge where she was like, I don't have a podcasting network. I just, like, I loved the idea. And so. she was not technically employed by the television show. Yeah. She just kept yeah. showing up. Yeah. And a lot of, like, sort of remote tweeting. It was like, really, I loved it. So It was, I would say it was a little sad, to be yeah. honest. It was sad. But she, you know, she's an icon. And you got to respect her. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to make some kind of joke about when you said the word barbaric, tying it back to Michael Barbaro because it would be <laughs> relevant for the podcasting theme, but I unfortunately can't think of anything. We have we have a podcast that is um podcast themed. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> that unfortunately <laughs> is true. What so were we talking about? We were talking about how we were put together to host this podcast through that through that making the band type show which was called Pod Life. Pod Life. <laughs> Spelled L-Y-F-E for no reason. For no reason. Didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. It was developed um, on spec, purely on spec, uh, and then never sold to any network. But then we did get the podcasting deal. 
Yeah, and we actually do have to make 1,000 episodes <laughs> by contract <laughs> or else like, we, we have to pay them out <laughs> the production fees. <laughs> yeah, so we have a long way to go. <laughs> but we're so excited to no, have we're you all so on the show. We're so excited, Charlie. Thank you. Um, by the way, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, can I say something really quickly? Yes, please do. Just thank you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes it's as simple as that. That is so fucking true. So many people in this nation don't just say, hey, thank you. It's like such a, it's so elegant. You know what I mean? It. No comment. No comment. And that's (laughs) over. But our topic today, Charlie, do you want to introduce it? Yeah. um, Well, you know, we were sort of tossing ideas around and I think what we landed on was the weight room at the gym. Yeah. Sort of a a part of straight culture. Yeah. And just to kind of, uh, again, peek behind the curtain, our other options were driving, just Mm -hmm. the idea and concept and. Uh, experience like of driving driving a car right yeah. a car and Mostly, then yeah. the other one was fraternities fraternities i also i came up with another one uh-huh. but we won't do it yeah. okay. it's too late um not crossing your legs when you sit do you oh, know what i mean sitting yeah. sort of like straight forward not like crossing your legs yeah that was another one but i don't think we have time to like dive into all of there's that. no that's really good that though. topic could be in a, a whole podcast i mean there's a whole podcast about that about <laughs> not crossing your legs yeah and we don't have time. And the runners up are actually uh, of our show are, are doing that podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's actually doing really it's well. It's yeah. fucking it's crushing. It's crushing. We should have right thought now. of that idea. But instead we Third were like, South okay, South I guess we'll have light. literally like <laughs> <laughs> the first eliminated person from the show talk about numbers. Uh, literally like like it's called crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's called crossed. No, it's called crossed X uncrossed. Whoa. That's Whoa. good. Don't tell that. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. I said that. That's mine. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So Charlie, sorry, I shouldn't have the done thing that. with the gym and with the weight room at the gym yeah. is that as we sit here on this table, we have three di- very different experiences when it comes to working out. Yeah. Sam, I love the gym. I've been going for roughly two to three years. Oh, so it's two and a half recent years. for you. Yeah. So well, I don't know if you know my track. I recently joined a gym and now it is my thing. I wrote that two years ago. You don't. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, good for you. That checks out. And then I never work out, and it actually is something that causes me a lot of anxiety. Awesome. <laughs> and I would like to start at some point. And then Charlie. Yeah. So my I, I've like worked out sort of on and off for the past few years, but really started like kind of doing it seriously, like not to be like this but like new year's like right around the beginning of this Whoa, year that is so trite i know it's like so and actually it wasn't even like a new year's thing it was like me being romantically rejected thing and like really sort of spiraling about my he body he was like come back when your body's good basically i mean not actually, <laughs> not actually but it like sort of like me like do you know when someone doesn't say that but then you're like well i'm gonna interpret it as that yeah. i'm gonna have to go ahead and take the well, liberty of interpreting it there's like some, that. that's <laughs> me every time anyone says anything about me right. i'm like oh it's about my body okay so my body's not good enough i'm not hot enough got it yeah. needless to say it's that Wait, so like oh guacamole is extra are you calling me fat <laughs> <laughs> right. they're like okay stop so i will say that there's a lot about the gym and the I, i'm talking about the weight room specifically that feels like very gay right? yeah i mean cardio is cardio is out gay yeah. weights are sort of closeted gay yeah and it's interesting because that's really like I, i'm like trying to do the weight room thing right like yeah. i'm not doing cardio and it's interesting like you know there are sometimes gay people there but a lot of the time it's like three men all together and they're like doing the whole like lifting something so heavy and like yes. grunting really loud and then like totally dropping a gigantic weight and when a way they drop like, it when they it's when they when drop they it, drop it it's when they drop it what 
when they drop it, they are dropping it. It is so loud. It is so loud. And it's like, I couldn't do that. I could never. I could not do that because I I'm it gay. Down. I set it down. You have to set it down if you're gay. Yeah. Because if you're straight, you can basically toss it any which way. And it's just like, oh, I guess you know what you're doing. Like, you see people in that room do the fucking craziest shit that looks like they don't know what they're doing and they're going to hurt themselves. And you have to say, I trust you. Because you're straight. Because you're straight. You get They get such a latitude of like... Yeah you know what they can do literally gym attendants will come up to me and say you don't know what you're doing because you're gay right and meanwhile they're doing flips with the damn kettlebell right they're basically just saying how high can i throw it you know what i mean or like (laughs) seeing how far it can go and i'm like ow you know what i mean like yeah right and it always works too like they look incredible and they look so good and And i'm like like, how god knows if i tried to throw that thing up in the air someone would get hurt you know what i mean i can't just do that such a double standard right so much of being gay is setting things down (laughs) yes that is so true and then so much of being straight is hurling things across the room right that's the main difference i would say yeah it's a huge difference yeah and it's totally manifested in the weight room yeah okay that's where it starts that's where it starts that's so where it starts. and there's a whole like thing where it's like you know i like inched my way into the weight room and like you know have been scared and like sort of scurried off from time to time of course but, of course because it's too overwhelming and i know my like three little things that i can do in there but there's still a whole corner of the room where it's like machines like you've never seen it's like people are doing cirque du soleil <laughs> things with like massive you know and it's very industrial it's very like you know you're in the factory basically it's very um what was that mia album that people didn't like maya was that the one that had like drill noises (laughs) did you say that people didn't like yeah people hated it remember that was a huge hit no, babe. People mm. absolutely tore it to shreds. I don't know what it was like I in think fucking was... Greece, bitch. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> is Maya not the? Well, we don't have to talk about this. Is that is that not the album that had like all I want to do is? Oh wait, was that Maya? What's the one where it's like Vicky Leaks? No, no, the one before Vicky Sorry, Leaks. Sorry, I'm like freaking. <laughs> I keep being like it's Vicky Leaks, and you guys are like, it's hopefully he not... just drops it on his own because it's not Vicky Leaks, <laughs> and I hope he figures that out. Is it the one with bad girls? Vicky... That's Vicky Leaks. It's the one with like um, tequila. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I I love an XXXO. Oh my oh, god, I love yeah. XXXO. Yeah, it's, is that not beloved? Why? No, it's hate, that album is hated. Wait, I love XXXO, but it's kind of her art pop. I think. Yeah, yeah, I love it too. She's coming back soon. She like announced. Is that true? Some, yeah, I can't wait. Unfortunately, I'm uh, addicted. No, I, I think she's love so good. MIA. I love MIA. I love MIA. And this is Jim Culture. And that's part of the, you know, the other thing about gym culture is that they always, whenever I'm in the weight room, they are playing the music they play in the gym. Like occasionally you'll get it where it's like, okay, you snapped. Like, thank you for playing hung up. That's awesome. Right. Like, but more often than not, it's like, I'm, it's like this whole genre of song where it's like EDM, sometimes like a remix of a song that's actually good where it's like, it'll be a chorus and then there'll be like a melodic sort of uh instrumental track where it's like it's all these guys you know the songs that are like me my way to the journey yeah 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 and then yeah. the chorus is like okay is that that's no. not resonating at all no, no that's absolutely, absolutely is. that reminds me of um timber by pitbull featuring yes Kesha. it's yes. very that but that's like the gayest version of it and yeah. everything else feels very like frat house core like right you know the yeah the line between what is gay music and what is like aggressively homophobic music totally is homo- kind of blurry right which is so weird because it's all electronic but it's like if you just cross into it if it's like 
like wait but if there's not like a female singer that i can recognize then i'm like i can't do it yeah you know what i mean yes yes this actually reminds me of our deleted episode we have an unreleased episode with uh, well technically they're all unreleased right and <laughs> and they will and maintain, we'll, we, we'll, we are will keeping them locked up in the vault till the end of time i'm not signing in well that's the thing for this. we have to part of the deal when we got out of pod life <laughs> the reality show that we were on is that we have to produce <laughs> one thousand episodes and then just keep giving them back to them, and then it's uh, we don't we don't have ownership over the product. <laughs> yeah. they, they get to decide if if what they, they release do. or not. So it's all up to Mr. Audible and Michael Barbaro. <laughs> <laughs> he was the host of that show, and he was so Mr. Audible <laughs> or Michael Barbaro. Yeah, no, Michael Barbaro was truly like. You could tell he was doing it for the paycheck. Yeah, you could tell he was doing so it for the sad, paycheck. Really, his voice, his like, this is the daily. That was out the window. It was yeah. literally like, hey, yeah. yeah. He was like, hi, but then sometimes weirdly high. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <Hi. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people don't know that he has the highest. It's like voice. High, it's like shrill. Well, what's it's crazy so, is he just <laughs> yeah. it's like nasal it's like, and shrill. He'll literally be recording the daily, and then it'll be over, and then he'll be like, can I should get some tea? <laughs> <laughs> the range that he has is like kind of beautiful. Like he could have been a singer. Yeah. Well, he is. Right. He actually is. <laughs> he's on one of those songs. I was about to say, he's the in any of those songs where you don't recognize the female singer, it is Michael Barbaro. Is <laughs> Him just in the studio, like, did we get it? But they, Yeah, but they never they never say, like, featuring Michael Barbaro. It's like... Because he does it because he loves it. Yeah, he, he doesn't do it he, for the credit. And he donates yeah. all the money to the <laughs> to Michael the Bloomberg campaign. To the charity of Michael Bloomberg's <laughs> yeah. campaign. That's he's a, actually... amazing. <laughs> Michael Barbaro is single-handedly funding Michael Bloomberg's presidential run with the money he makes from... EDM tracks that play at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's hard for me because I'll be at the gym and I'm like, well, like this music sucks, but like I know it's going for a good cause. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bloomberg's campaign. Ultimately. You know, okay, here's a weird thing about this election cycle, if I can say. Yeah. Great. It's hard to be like ironic about like, like obviously I'm not voting for Bloomberg. Like right. obviously I'm not voting for like Buttigieg, but to like make jokes about it is like funny to me. But then people are like, wait. Right. It's like, actually, to be clear, like, I think he's disgusting. Like, he's a disgusting little pig. And it's like, why can't you understand that I'm, like, so joking? Right. Like, why would I ever support this psychopath? Have people misconstrued your your ironic Bloomberg support? No, but I am. I do think... (laughs) I do think it's possible, and I like I'll like draft such jokes, and then I won't send them because I'm afraid of it. Wait, do you know what's crazy? I did that the other day, and the joke was: <laughs> if Michael Bloomberg is a racist, then how come he has the support of a small minority of voters? <laughs> make it make sense, and it was meant to be like in the voice of someone yeah. defending Michael Bloomberg, but like, yeah, it's You're too like, much. It's too much. Did you like Anna Fabrega had a really funny? What was it? She made like a stupid graphic that was like a puzzle pieces yeah. of like. A campaign, and then the last one was like Bloomberg 2020, and she was just like, "It all fits together," or something. <laughs> yeah. and it was like really cheesy and like, yeah, in her classic style. And then uh, the replies were like, "Please tell me this isn't real." Like, and it was like, obviously, People, it's not fucking real. It is great. I did one tweet about the election. I was like, "Let me dip my little toes in," and it was like a tweet that was sincerely just being like, "Vote for Bernie Sanders." Like, relax. <laughs> just do it. it was just. It was literally my tweet was like. And literally, people came out of the woodwork to just scream at me. And by the way, it's like people are like toxic Sanders supporters. And it was a lot of people from all these other political camps being like, listen to me, you should kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny because it's like as soon as it started like getting responses, I just like muted it and like have not looked at it since. And every time I scroll past and I'm like, wow, this has like 200 replies. And I'm just like, 
people are just screaming at a wall and it's so funny to me <laughs> it's interesting because every if you're a supporter of any presidential candidate the main thing that you have to do is tweet at people to kill themselves right but yeah. but you, it's different depending on who you support like if you support uh, you know elizabeth warren it might be like kill yourself so that's a thing you know kind <laughs> yeah, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be like avada kedavra yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly it's like or then if you support Amy Klobuchar, it'll be like, hey, y'all, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But no, honestly, never again after that experience. I was like, I cannot handle being like people like smarmy little people on the Internet, like telling me what to do. I was like, no. absolutely not. Get out of here. I know. And it's so satisfying to mute it and just be like, when, ha- have fun, kids. When, like, Yeah. I hate when. I had a tweet about how... We need to stop talking <laughs> Can about Can we stop? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Oh, about okay. our tweets in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they're so funny. That's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, promise? Wait, what was well, our no- topic? Um, the gym. The gym. Oh, the gym. Oh, we talked about that enough. Yeah, it's I think covered. we got it. I also was like, you know, I don't want to... Sorry, to have like a meta moment and also to fully throw you guys under the bus. No, please. I oh. was told about the content for the show moments before... You know, so I was sort of like yeah, that's reaching for something. It. Okay, perfect. That's so I'm realizing this now. This is an improv podcast. Right. <laughs> I didn't have. I don't have other stuff about the gym. Wait, really? You like, didn't come prepared, right? Well, the whole thing is you get the topic right before we start. Literally recording, one minute, and before. you're expected <laughs> to have a tight to thirty have a minutes. Tight of thirty minutes on Wait, that topic. Can I have like ten seconds to try to come up with like another funny idea about the gym? Well, here's here's some thoughts. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah, Sam, go on. It's just that's not how that works. Do awesome. you follow a routine, or do you just let the wind guide you? It's it's like more and more routine, but it is a little bit like I get in there and I freestyle it. Do and you know what I mean? Sure, sure, that sure. is crazy yeah because the only time in my life that i had that i did go to the gym regularly i followed because i did not know what i was doing i followed a very strict like big it was like two month beginners workout right. or whatever oh i love those. i just yeah. I know so much I, I know more and more now like what things do which muscles and so it's like i'll go in there and be like today's like upper body arm day so i like be like da, 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 da. you know what i mean yeah now here's a question right? <laughs> are you someone who has dabbled in working with a trainer Ooh. I think I've done like three sessions once at a past gym. And it's like, that's the way you really do it because they actually, you know, you go to the gym and at a certain point you're like, well, I don't want to be here anymore. This sucks. And then yeah. you leave. And then actually, if you have a trainer, some they're the ones who are going to be like, do six more. And you're like, but I don't want to. And, but you have to. And I, I can't push that. Actually to do that actually sounds really helpful. And the great right, thing is that never. trainers cost $5,000. Right, exactly. Oh it's like 800 God. bajillion dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I, well, you know what? I'm like waiting because my younger brother, who's straight, which is awesome. He like really. Sometimes younger people are straight and gay, and older people are gay. It's it's that's so I actually it, have that too, yeah. and it's like kind of crazy. It's like right. this should be flipped. Wait, totally should be flipped. It's like a weird genetic mutation where sometimes older people are gay and younger people are straight. It's like I, it, it's especially with like brothers where it's like yeah, this is yeah because there's a whole like pseudoscience whatever where it's like the more brothers there are in a family, the more likely they are to be gay. The younger they get, and it's like wait, but literally like. That's not like my younger brother's straight and I'm gay. 
like call the scientist because I have an anomaly have a, right, to report. Exactly. <laughs> like a medical like miracle. Like literally Dr. House needs to come here. Right, Did like, you talk about that when you went to get professionally evaluated? Uh, evaluated? Yeah, I told them everything. <laughs> I mean, I told them everything. Well, you can't have secrets with your you professional evaluator. No, because then it would because then it it will, just warps it. And it's for yeah. me ultimately when I get evaluated. So like honesty is really yeah. key. But I, so with God, my, I need to get evaluated. You too. gotta get evaluated. If you aren't getting evaluated, you're not taking your career seriously. <laughs> your career, your health, your romantic life. You're, I mean, sometimes if you don't get evaluated and then renew uh, your homosexuality, you wake up and you're straight. Yeah, that actually is scary. Yeah, actually, let's not talk about that. That's <laughs> I really, know. really frightening. Sorry, Charlie, I cut you off. Go well, on. I, I, my experience at the gym is so often, and this is why I feel like it's a straight space, is I'll be like tr- looking at something and I'm like, I want this muscle to be bigger. Like, and yeah. I'll, you know, and I'll have to take a picture of it and send it to my brother. And he'll be like, that's a trapezoid or whatever you know and yeah, he yeah. will respond and i'm like so and what I, can i do your trapezoids are looking really good <laughs> yeah they are sharp, sharp <laughs> right now thank you you're, charlie you're one of the sharpest physically sharpest people i've thank ever you. seen. i actually do you're that all is angles true, that, I mean, is that is true that is absolutely true <laughs> well and honestly i'm trying to be less sharp actually at the gym right, that's one of my goals <laughs> no that actually <laughs> is that's true terrible. though like you are like angular and sharp you know thank what you. i mean i'll take it i'll take it i'll take it you do have great bone structure and that, and that, i'm not Stop. just saying that so did you get that at the gym or? yeah <laughs> and that's working out that's working out that's what it'll do for you well i i'm also doing like and i don't know do you do this i have like big tub of white powder that I like mix in with shit. So I really respect. I've never done big tub of white powder. You I, haven't? No. That and surprises I, me. Because I'm like, what am I? What's the thing I am? I just like like working out. I'm not necessarily like going for something. Like I'm trying to be so big that no one ever can make me feel small again. That's my yeah. my dream body, and that's good. You I have to have a joke about it that really connects. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. I felt like heard in. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay, okay, okay. It's really, really good. It's actually in my set now, permanently. Yeah. <laughs> I do relate. I do relate to like being very conscious of the amount of physical space you take up. Me or you? No, generally one. A one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you are always in my way. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no. Are I'm- you actually? Are you working out because you're trying to fix the fact that you're always in my way? <laughs> because you are in my way. Well, it's funny because there are so many times where I just want to be smaller. Like yeah. you know, on the train, I'm like, e, sorry, 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 right? But then it's like there are certain times where it's like ultimate, and that's why it feels like a really masculine drive to be like, let me just like broaden myself I know. and become. Yeah. I'm like, what am I like running? You know what I mean? Like, what am I trying to hide from? And it's like being made to feel small. No, Got it. <laughs> you want to feel hot. <laughs> I just want to feel hot, which is so it feels so pathetic and stupid. No, it's fun. No, it's okay. actually the most important thing. Okay, it's one. You. It's like and top don't two. don't minimize it. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting to be hot is important, but it it is just like I want to like go to the beach. I want to go to Reese that, Beach. That, you know what that, I mean? That. And be like, da da da, and people are like. Oh, Whoa, secret body. Yeah, secret. I want, like, secret body. I yeah, want secret body. I want secret body. Big time. But you know what I also want? Okay, here's what I really want. I want a time machine. I want to go back to high school. Totally. I want to play football, totally. right? And You're I'm, losing me, but go on. <laughs> and I'm then, saying yes, but I like Yeah, Charlie's like, yeah, totally. I want to play football, too. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, playing okay. football, right? I'm the star linebacker. I'm huge now. Congrats. And then... <laughs> Wait, oh my God, congrats. <laughs> That's and really then cool. I go to, <laughs> And then I go to college and I sort of stop. And I sort of... I'm drinking, like, a lot of beer and I'm, like, hanging out with my friends a lot. Yeah. And then I'm, like, 24 and I'm, like... Fucking properly, formerly muscly, and now just like tastefully. You're just beefy. describing oh. the guys you're attracted to. Yeah. Oh. 
I want it. Literally, so that's just that what you're attracted to. What it is. That's precisely what you're doing. I want. And I love it. I want to be that too. I want to be what I'm attracted to. No, that's not true. I like to be really little and have them be big and carry. Do me. you actually like that? Yeah. Interesting. I want to yeah, be little I mean, and I want them to be big. It's weird because it's both true. Like, and that's bisexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you can want to be big and small, and that's being bisexual. You know, this whole podcast, we've been really trying to define what is bisexuality, because somebody said it, and we were like, wait, that's really interesting. What does that mean? We <laughs> found out about bisexuality a couple of weeks ago. And, and it's we're, been, like, and, and, and we're sold. <laughs> Honey, I'm in. I'm all in on being we're bisexual. We're all in. I mean, we did. We had never heard about it before. No, I was like, wait, what is that? Say that word again. And then there, Bi- I was like, bisexuality. Well, it then, comes from the Greek word for two. Right. <laughs> Sexus. Sexus. <laughs> Too. And then and then bi means um, uh, turf bangs. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is like when you are like, do you know how when you're gay and sometimes you want to be like so little that someone can just like hold you and toss you wherever. Yes. Yes, and sometimes yes, yes. when you're gay, you want to be big. Yes. And that to me, it's like that's being bisexual. Yeah. Because you have two different sexualities. I want to be little Bi-sexual. and I want to be big. T- yes, the two sexualities are little and big. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Do you negate my feelings? Absolutely not. Awesome. I think that's so... And anyway, like, the gym is really... A se- and it's interesting because it's like, you know, not to so oversimplify it, but to do that for a second, it's like, Please you know, do. sometimes I'll go to the gym with my, like, girlfriends, and they're like, I'm going to the gym because I want to be small. And I'm like, and I'm going to the gym because I want to be big. And it's like, that's gender. That's gender. That's gender. <laughs> that's gender. To put it like pin in that, it's like, that's gender. Oh, because that's really helpful because I just learned about gender like two weeks ago. And yeah. so now that it's defined, I'm, you can recognize I it can anymore. recognize it when I'm totally. like out. The thing is, once you hear about it, you see it everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> once I was like, that's I have a gender, then I was like, oh, everyone has one now. Yeah. Like, no, you everyone see has 100%. a gender. You're like, you see it in media. You see it uh, yes. in, uh, you know, restaurants. And, you, and see, right. you see it. <laughs> I'm always and in a restaurant. I'm like, I'm, that's gender. It's like, I'm like before I would go this. to restaurants and I'd be like, okay, we're all people. Right. And now I'm like, man, woman, man, woman, man, woman, man, woman. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's and it's so crazy because once you, it's like you learn the rules, you learn how to break them. Yeah. It's like, man, short hair, woman, long hair. And then sometimes you see people mix it up. It's insane. And that, you're like, that's Picasso. See, Do you know what I yeah, mean? That's what I still am sort of like, whoa, whoa, whole, 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 what's going on? You struggle with that. But I do but really we've been working through it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Because when a man has long hair, I'm like, wait, that's a whoa. Sometimes I'll be with Sam and then someone has a confusing gender expression and Sam will just be like, what is that? (laughs) 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 Well, to be fair, I literally just learned two weeks ago. No, I know. know. No one would expect like anything more from And actually, the fact that you're open about being curious is really beautiful. That's what it's that you're bi-curious. You're bi-curious. I'm (laughs) bi-curious. That's being bi-curious. That's so true. Right. Being bi-curious is when you don't understand gender. Yeah. (laughs) So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The gym, though. Straight space. Yeah. Theory. Yeah. Let's talk about that dirty underbelly. Yeah. I'm talking about the gay people there. Wow. And don't, I hope, like, the wrong people don't listen to this and, like, take advantage of the fact that they're dirty people under. That's actually why I'm going to the gym, to get rid of my dirty <laughs> underbelly. <laughs> okay. You're Ladies. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, a huge thing in the gym, and this is why I come back and back again, is that you go to the locker room and you get to be, like, a total horny little pervert yeah. in there, and it's so fun and hot. It's so hot. It does. I don't know about your gym. My gym smells like shit in a way. Awesome. (laughs) I really think the locker room smells like fucking shit so that gay people are like, don't linger too long. Wow. I think it's like they spray shit smell everywhere to be like, get out. 
Oh my god. And I, it works. I don't have that experience. My <laughs> locker room is awesome. I love spending time there. I'll just hang out and sort of watch as the people come in and out. Do you shower? Yeah. I'll shower oh, at the gym. So hot. It was just so hot. You like with your little towel, you're All like right. <laughs> Do you shower? Yeah. <laughs> okay but that's like a huge part of the gym is like you're in and actually that's gender do you know what i mean like in that it's like there's like a boys locker room and a girls locker room so true it's like sometimes i'll go to the gym and my gym i, I mean i go to crunch so there's a sauna <gasps> don't freak out i actually didn't know that there's a sauna there i'm on a student membership please don't tell crunch gym wait i'm gonna do that wait. yeah it's really good it's wait, like, wait 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 i'm gonna which which crunch do you go to park slope Oh my god! I right, forget you're doxing you, I, him. <laughs> That's why I was gonna I was gonna be Charlie's guest one day, and oh, then I had to cancel oh, him. It all yeah. makes sense it's now. All yeah. Coming together. Okay, wait. In fact, the Crunch Gym, not to dox both of us, is I would say fully halfway between our two apartments. It's yeah. almost too perfect. Yeah. Wow. We can now locate like there's sort of a set of points. That, yeah. Like so. Wait. This know we can live I live in the Grand Army Plaza statue, kind of <laughs> just around there. Um. Wait. Is the steam room hot though? Oh my god! Yes, the literally, steam, it's a yeah. steam room. Shut up, George. You know what I'm asking. Yes, but it's like I, it, I'm actually not there yet, where I can like really linger there. Because I don't know, like, do people hook up there? I don't know. I feel like steam rooms are meant for gay people to hook up in, mm-hmm. right? Like, it feels like what else are you really? There it is for? Park Slope. <laughs> so that means it's not gay. Is that what you're saying? Or I'm saying there. it's more vanilla than the average. Steam yeah, room I think that's. Oh, what oh, I, oh, I think oh. that is like a little bit the sense I get. At this, at the Park Slope Crunch Steam Room. One of my life goals is to join an Equinox to go to those steam rooms to, um, you know, do whatever it is people do in steam rooms. Right. Yeah. Okay, you're pissed. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just like Equinox literally costs like five million dollars a month, and I sometimes know, I'm just like, a life I will kind of pretend that it's normal that so many of our friends go, and then I'm like, wait, what's the secret? Wait, literally, yeah. like, and when people were like, I'm dropping it. I know, it's I know. Like, I'm like you're, what? you were having it. Like, what is going on with you? Like, no, that is that is absolutely crazy. And people are like, no, but you don't understand. Like, there's a smoothie shop inside where you can buy no, smoothies. No, listen, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I fully I am on board with like wanting to right w- with understanding the appeal. It's just like. How are how, how does can, anyone afford? How it? the fuck can you afford this? This is so it's crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, yeah. The the spectrum of friends that have it is like. Well, I know that like you have money, but like you. Okay, dangerous territory. <laughs> Wait, can everyone go around the table and name which of our friends has? Money? I brought a list of all our friends, <laughs> and they're. I recently found out that someone I know who's not uh not a comedian is a Rockefeller. Wait. And I just like didn't not to be a complete bitch, but you really pronounce that R. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what what did I say? I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. George is like freaking out right now. It's like it's like Rockefeller. Not you don't say like the R. Like they're not like rollers. No, I was pronouncing it intentionally. Like rocker. Like Rockefeller. Yeah. it was like an intentional overpronunciation. I'm like that's a folksy way of saying rock star to me. Like that's how it registers first. Like I don't think it's supposed to be pronounced at all. <laughs> yeah, like even when you're overpronouncing it, you don't pronounce it. Like <laughs> Rockefeller, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like oh my god, you're like, both completely attacking me <laughs> because I like, pronounce something the way it's written. Like what's next, Honig? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So who's a Rockefeller? I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> No, say their address. I'm not going to say their just address. Say, just say where they live. Don't say their name. Say their address so we can look it up. Yeah. And who they voted for. <laughs> and even who they're going to vote for. And who they're donating to, which is public. Which well, is crazy, actually. Why do they do it that way? I don't know, but Mila Jovovich 
donates one thousand dollars to Bernie Sanders every month. Is that that's cool? pretty nice? Did yeah. you see that? Was it one of the Obama daughters? Yeah, donated to uh, Bernie, which was really. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it has to be Malia. Yeah, is Sasha old enough to? Okay, so to young people can't donate thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think they're not, both. Well, both I've always team. loved Malia. Yeah, she's fun. I mean, she's by yeah. far the best person in that family. Yeah, drag and them. I, I really <laughs> drag <what>? Sasha. <laughs> yeah, no, Sasha. I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, get back to me when you've grown up a bit, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like smoke a cigarette at a concert. Yeah, yeah give me a damn scandal. Give me right. something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. But she did. She donated, and it's like it's like, oh, that's why Brock hasn't whatever. You Actually, know what? can't go there. Okay, wait. One thing I like to do is like pick out who is gay at the gym by like their t-shirts. Oh, I thought you were gonna say in the Obama. Oh family. my god, yeah. It's like the t- you know what the craziest t-shirt I <laughs> the t-shirts I wear to the gym are so crazy because they really are like bottom of the barrel. Like I, you know, I'm gonna use this once, so I wear. <laughs> I'm like dying. Okay, um, <laughs> I have this one t-shirt that's green that says Data Geek, <laughs> and it has like fake pencils coming out of the pocket and then i have another that says pajamas all day and it's blue and like long (laughs) and i I will march right into the weight room (laughs) with my pajamas all day shirt and like be like ah you know what i mean (laughs) like lifting and thrusting and putting things every which where i love that yeah and that's queering the space that that actually is brave my shirt that says data geek data geeks can work out too when i work out i look so straight you guys wouldn't recognize me really i'm wearing like how long are your shorts <laughs> they're honestly like a little like they like are don't above, say past the knee they're above the knee okay thank are God. they like basketball shorts no they're like running shorts but like running shorts that like a suburban got it dad would wear got it uh-huh got it um, they're like wide a little bit a little wide they're because little i wide. try i have these like skimpy little numbers that i was like gonna wear but then they don't have a pocket space for my phone and right. like uh, if I don't have my phone, like how am I yeah. at the gym? Right. And, um, but I, I, I wear like a university of Virginia t-shirt. Like everyone thinks I'm like in a frat. Oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> like it's kind of like, Sam, that is so cool. <laughs> okay. No, but then You're it's like... so pissed at me. You've been mad at me literally all day long. <laughs> like, I don't know what I did. Like I turned in my invoice on time. Like I like, <laughs> <laughs> like I clocked in right on time and yet like I'm being a good employee. Can I say that the way that people know that you're gay at the gym is you probably, like, in between stuff, you're probably crossing your legs and going on your phone. <laughs> oh, and I'm fully opening scruff the whole right, time. Right, you're, like, on <laughs> scruff. You're, like, not even after each thing, just after each single rep. <laughs> you, like, do one rep, and then you sit down, cross your legs, yeah. and look at your phone. And your man is like, are you still using this? And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Still on it. Thank you. Um, I think we need to do our final What's segment. crazy is we actually do have to end. Yeah. That can't be true. No, it is. It is. I so many things out. don't end. And nothing's really over. Katy Perry taught write, me that. <laughs> write a song. Write a song about that. I love that one. I do, too. It actually is really Against good. my better judgment. I mean, she sucks, but the hits are hits. The hits are hits. hits. are hits. And I actually think she does suck, but then also in a different sense, she doesn't. That's I, not going to allow another that's another example of bisexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry, in that sense, is bisexual. She sucks and she also She is more bisexual than any of us. That's and then yeah. wearing wow <laughs> yeah damn and then just to close the loop on the different kinds of identities going off of what you said about queering the space by wearing weird clothing yeah being queer just means wearing weird clothing yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> I know that's why I like and you guys can see but that's why I look fucking like insane right now in the studio 
Yeah, no, yeah. it's intimidating. It's very art pop era. Oh, it's very yeah, art pop it's era. A lot. It's like a, it's a Luke. It's a Luke. <laughs> oh, she's a Luke. Queen. It's a Luke. She's a Luke queen. It's a Luke. It's like hard for me to describe. It's like, and that's why the in our reality show the because it was audio based the Luke queens did not do as well. As, <laughs> yeah, you know the, the comedy queens. The fashion girls really tried, but they, they tried they so couldn't. hard. <laughs> they really it was just really hard to get that image across um, audio. Yeah, but that's life. So the final so, segment is sort of an homage to a beautiful element of straight culture, which is the shout out. Um, shout out <laughs> to something that you love. It can be literally anything in the whole wide world. Um, and you sort of do it in the style of, and I have to say, imagine you're at MTV's TRL, Times Square. Got it's it. 2001. And you are there with your whole squad and you are shouting out to the rest of your school. Um so um, I'll go first, actually. Great. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a shout out to the first five pages of this book I'm reading. Um, you were really difficult, and you made it seem like I have a big journey ahead of me, full of interesting characters, and it's gonna be quite hard to get through it and remember all the details. And yet, I am intrigued. I love you. First five pages of the book I'm reading. Woo! Wow. Is it the book I think it is? Don't answer. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Hey, listeners. I just want to give a big shout-out to the city of Philadelphia. I was recently there for under 24 hours and did Woo! not do any sightseeing. But I did meet three people, and I liked all three of them. And I walked past the Liberty Bell. Really great work. Thank you. Shout-out to Philadelphia. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to give a really quick shout out now that I have the opportunity to the title of the book, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, which is a book that I haven't read, but I think the title is amazing and so like sort of powerful and visceral. And I think it's something I think about all the time. And I just want to like shout it out for the ways it's like illuminated my life and sort of helped me in like pursuing like truth and authenticity and like happiness and flourishing. Can I take it back? I take it back. Ah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're in the no. process of publishing your own book, which is called On Earth, The Heart is Briefly a Lonely Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and the reviews, and you know what the review is? Gorgeous. Yeah. They gorgeous. said it was gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. Well, um, Charlie, I really think this was a beautiful discussion on gym culture. And honestly, one of our most on-topic episodes yet. And you wow. know what, Charlie? You really showed Celeste. Thank you. They'll have to think twice about before mentioning, mentioning your, ass your ass on, on a, a podcast. podcast again. And let that be a lesson to all you listeners. Don't <laughs> fucking come for me because I'll fucking do an amazing job at something later, maybe unrelated. <laughs> Period. You heard it here Period. first. <laughs> Keep it. And that's that on that. And that's on that. And that's, and that's the on tea <laughs> with RuPaul. Have a good night. I'm... What's her name? The other Michelle Michelle Visage, Visage. and good night. <laughs> and okay. thank you. Bye. Bye.